Cash Color Camp is a high level of conversation on LiveHipHopDaily.tv. And I finally got my guest in the building, Bizarre. How you doing, sir? What's up, man? How's it go? What up, though? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I, I had a chance to, um, you know, I thought I, I, I'm blessed to have a chance to speak with you. Um, it, was produ- it was presented to me a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, yeah, I wouldn't love to talk to B- Bizarre. And actually, I wasn't sure if you smoked or not. I was like, I don't know if you smoke weed or not. I mean, hopefully you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully you do come by the show. But yeah, I love to hear him, you know what I'm saying, talk about the new album as well as, you know, just how he got into music and all that. So um, for those who don't know, for, and for those Big who, weed smoker. That's good to know. <laughs> for those who don't know, man, let us know who you are and what you you do, man. Uh, my name is Bizarre, man. Uh, some of you might know me from the group uh, D12. Yep. And uh, I've been in this game for like almost going on 20 years now. You know what I'm saying? It's been good to me. Just been grinding, man, and just, just working, man. Word, man. Word. So how'd you get in? How'd you get involved in music in the first place? Like when? When did that? When did that button click in your head? Oh man, I think it was the fifth grade, man. Word, really? It uh. It was the fifth grade. I had to, I was a part of the Glee Club first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and uh, the the music teacher he needed somebody to, to uh, do this rap about uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, and uh, <laughs> I ended up doing it. And then I caught the bug, man. And it was it was do, on since then. Do you remember the rap you had to do about Dr. King? Oh man, my sister and them know it. <laughs> my whole family know it. They they use it like for their uh projects in school. Get out of here, man. Yeah. Man, you might have you might have to put that on a future project real yeah. quick, man. Bring people back to it. <laughs> Remember this is where it first started at, right, man. Right, right. That's what's up, man. Yeah, man. So okay, so you've been you've been rhyming for a little while now. Um yeah. who were some of the acts where you came up who you kind of respected and you admired early? Oh man, some of the acts I look, looked up to was uh um Eric Sermon. Word. Uh, Redman, um, uh, who else? Ghetto Boys, <laughs> uh, Gangsta Nip. Yep. You know, just name a couple of them. That's what's up. That's a little bit, of, that's, a, that's a mixture of, 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 um, serious and, and fun. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it yeah. went from Redman, like I'll be that, to Ghetto Boys, my mom playing tricks on me, man. Yeah. And, then, and that's what you got bizarre mixed. Exactly. Mixed. <laughs> Exactly, man. So that that is crazy, man. So the the bizarre and like when did bizarre come to be? You know, because oh, I mean? I'm pretty okay. sure again you was in rapping since you was five. You kind of had what you you knew what fifth you was grade, not fifth five. grade. Excuse me, five. <laughs> You've been rapping since you is in fifth grade. Yeah. When did the when did the character bizarre come to life? Uh, actually, that's the same time. Really, when I was uh, in fifth grade, uh, I used to uh, I used to rap to myself in class. You know what I'm saying? And uh, my teacher started calling me the bizarre kid. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, cause he, he thought I was talking to myself, but I really was like rapping. thinking of rapping. Yeah, thinking of raps. So when I got older, uh, uh, my name was Bizarre Kid, and then when I the first day I went to the hip hop shop, uh, I told Proof uh, my name was Bizarre Kid, and he was like, "Kid, you know, we ain't from New York. We just Detroit. We don't, we don't use the word kid." Damn. So he we got said, some real specific. So he said, <laughs> he said your name bizarre, and then that was my name. That's what's up. Proof has so much influence in in a lot of yeah. careers and a lot of decisions, man. Yeah, <laughs> he was the mayor, man. That's crazy. <laughs> and speaking of proof, you know, and, and speaking of proof in the hip hop shop, you know, I was watching um, Hip Hop Evolution not too long ago. Yeah, and I was getting a little dope bit more documentary, but dope one, dope yeah. one, and he yeah. actually gave me a couple of questions I wanted to ask you because what I loved is 
the let's start with the music with the music shop. Okay. Um, with, with 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 the hip hop shop, excuse me. Okay. Maurice Malone and what they were doing there was amazing. You know, what I'm saying to allow yeah. rappers to come up in there and just kind of rhyme and all that, man. What was the scene like walking in there? You know, what I'm saying where you had all these gladiators just kind of going back and forth, and you introduced yourself to connivers and you yeah. seeing M's and proofs and all. Yeah. That, man. Oh man, it was it was it was it was deadly, man. Because uh, they used to throw a battle uh, once a month, but they had an open mic every Saturday. So, you know, it was so serious that like you know dudes. Was like basically telling their jobs they couldn't work on Saturdays. <laughs> yeah, got to rhyme, son. But then, <laughs> but the but the battle actually was, you know, um, everybody name got tossed in the hat. Yeah. So they shook it up, and then whoever came out had to battle with each other. So, were they no friends for that day? You know what I'm saying? And like, because you never know who you was gonna have to run into. Yeah. So you had to have a couple lines. Basically, for anybody that ready to go, yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Who, who was the person? Like, do you remember like your your fiercest battle? While you was at what back in the day, like back at the um, hip hop shop. My fiercest battle, yeah. Uh, probably when I lost to Swift. Really, I yeah. like how y'all was yeah. all like we. we eventually, y'all become a whole group, but y'all yeah. was wild. Y'all was going to war for a little while, bars yeah. wild. Yeah. So it's crazy. So your yeah. your fiercest battle was with Swifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he was the man at the time. He was in a group called the Rabies. Mm. And uh, he was going through everybody, and they had like um, challenge day. Like anybody want to challenge Swifty, and um, of course nobody spoke up. So I, I, I was a kid. I was young. I was like me. And I, I just kind of like I rap first, so I kind of like unloaded on him, gave him everything I had. That's how you're supposed to do. And <laughs> he, he wasn't expecting that. He's like, oh, okay, like, oh you, are you, are you serious? Mm -hmm. Then that's when he, he lit my ass up. You got to let off the whole clip, though. Like, I would have I volunteered to go first, too. Like, right. you getting this whole clip, yeah. bro. Like, everything I got, just have it right. right now. Right. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear you first. I don't want to know rebuttals. Just right. deal with these bullets. Right, right. right. What was it like the first time M walked in? Like, like, what was your reaction when you saw this kid walk in and be like, all right, this, this boo about to rap? Uh, yeah, you know what? It was kind of like some, um, really like some white man can't jump. Like, thing, really, like, because, like, uh. It was really like the movie, like Proof. Um, he was the host, and um, Marshall kind of like stayed in in the back. Like we had like a back area where we used to chill. Yeah. He kind of like stayed in the back. He, he like for some reason before the battle, he didn't want to be around a lot of people, so people didn't really didn't even know he was in the battle until he called his name. And he used to wear his hat real low so you could see his eyes or whatever. So. You just got kind of hit with like what happened, you know what I'm saying? Like when you battled him, you know, until people start catching on to him. Yeah. But he really was like a mystery. So I was just blown away. Yeah. Like everybody else was like, "Damn, who is this white boy?" Yeah, <laughs> that's great. And, you know, and, and as the story, as we all know, M eventually would take off from this from the scene of the underground scene and eventually become a commercial artist. Right. And I heard I, I heard this story from you as I was watching Hip Hop Evolution. He told he, he literally called you at work and said, "Yo." Come to you know, what I'm saying come out to California. We about to do this. We about to do this music. Yeah, I had I had moved to uh, Texas, Dallas, Texas, and uh, I hadn't heard from him for like a probably like a couple months. And uh, the weed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need an ashtray too. We need an ashtray too, boy. <laughs> the weed. The weeds. Oh no, where I'm not sick. It's my allergies. The allergies been killing me. Oh, Land okay. is terrible for allergies, man. Terrible. Terrible for allergies, bro. There you go. So you made your way down. You made your way from Dallas to LA after Eminem made the call. Uh, my parents moved to Dallas. I had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like eighteen. 
19, and uh, they moved to Dallas. And I had heard from them for like two months. And I was working at this hospital, and I, I had to do like a round around the, the hospital, like, you know, walk around the hospital. And so my boss called me on a walkie-talkie and says, you got, you got a call inside the, the guard shack. And I'm like, who the hell got my number at work? And then I got on the phone, it was, you know, it was him. He was like, yo, this Marshall. I just got signed to Dr. Dre. I'm like, what? He's like, I just got signed to Dr. Dre. I'm, I'm in, I'm in uh, L.A., man. So random. You know, I knew he was going out there for a battle. Yeah. But I didn't know, you know, it was going to be like that. So, so shit, I quit my job and moved to L.A. <laughs> the next day. <laughs> and the rest was history, man. You went out there and you watched Marshall go through his couple albums, and eventually the D12 project did happen. Yeah. <clears throat> Speak to us about D12 and how that came about, and um, how instrumental it was as far as helping you become the artist that you are now, right now. Um, you know what, really, um, when when I was out there with him, uh, when I was out there with him, uh, he was working on his album, and um, I felt like I was in a wave for for a minute, so. This independent label in Detroit called Federation Records, they offered me a solo deal. So I told him I had to, I was like, man, I need to go back to Detroit. He was like, man, what? You need to stay here with me. I was like, man, you, you got your deal. You yeah. old. You know, I got, I got, a, I was determined to make my own, own name. So when I, when I went back to uh, Detroit, I had a, uh, kind of like got my buzz up. I had a, a record on the radio and uh, I had brought D12 back together. So I was kind of like holding the fort down. Okay. So, so when uh, when I got ready to sign, to, uh, when he got ready to do the D twelve, first he signed me. He, he signed me solo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying to. Uh, I, I can't talk to this book. Wait. So was it the Shady? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was I was the first artist signed to Shady, and uh, that's because I, I had already had a buzz and Atlantic wanted to sign me, and um, so I was I was signed to Shady first. And then we uh, decided like it would be better for us to put the whole group out, and then branch off with the solo shit. Kind of like Wu Tang. Yeah, because yeah. we made a pact that whoever get on first come back and get everybody else. Okay. So he got on first and he came back and got us. That's what's up. And I like the fact that it never seemed like there was a resentful moment amongst D12, like where they was like, all right, so M first, but we kind of feel a type of way about that. D12 always seemed like a, an actual family. Like there was a group of people yeah. who actually came up and actually understood each other very well. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Once again, I gotta, I gotta <clears throat> put all that to, to proof. You know, proof, proof made that happen, man. Like uh, he, he made us be family. Like even if, even if you didn't want to, like he had this thing where, I guess he got this idea from uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, <laughs> where basically, like, what we do a song, no matter who do what, I don't, give, I don't care if you like, if you wrote the, like, say like if you rap, wrote the beat and did a hook, you still, all of us get the same percentage, mm. regardless of who do what on the song. That's fair. You know what I mean? Groups get into arguments over that oh, alone, man. bro. Over that alone. Man. Man, shit. <laughs> yeah, over that alone, like like this one person, like case of point, um, immature. Like Im yeah. this one person is a little bit bigger than everybody else. I want to yeah. come do my little solo records, therefore I get more money than you. That's, you know. Yeah. It, it, yeah, that's nothing too. We all get the same money. It like, builds up a situation where people start becoming resentful of each other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, we, we never, I I don't know no type of problems, man. We, we, you know, we would, 
I'm cool, I'm cool. I'm cool. I can't smoke. I feel the same way. But you know what? Whenever we have a guest who wants to smoke, I'll, I'll, I'll join right, in. Right. I don't smoke for that reason. I be forgetting questions. Let me like, let's have a good interview. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what's up, man. It's, it seemed to me like y'all were that kind of that kind of crew. Even when y'all first came out, like everybody kind of had the fun. Like it wasn't so super serious. And that's why yeah. I like D12. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. We, you know, it's, it's really a re- reflection of our personality. You know what I'm saying? M is a reflection of us. Yeah. Like, if, if you was to hang around us, you'd be like, damn, they, they act like Eminem or Eminem act like them. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, you know, we, we some funny guys, but, you know, serious at the, at the same time. Yeah, so during that, during that time um, when M was popping and the group was, 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 was rising, we were also watching a change in the industry. You know, you was watching a lot of labels kind of um, merge together. You were watching right. a lot of people drop off. How did, you know, watching that transition in the industry happen help you turn back into the independent world, you know what I'm saying, and move away from the majors? Oh, man. Um, just the freedom, man. You know, for, I started off independent, so that's how I got my deal, being independent. And uh, just 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 the freedom, man, uh, you know, to get away from all the politics. It's like, it's, you know, being signed to Interscope for, like, like so many years, there's so many politics on who do what or... Who on who records? Who, yeah, who got on what record and... Who's on the record? You like you gotta literally like let the other artists know who's on the record, and if he don't like that artist, then he you gotta take him off the record. And you know, what I'm saying I, I think you know being independent and dropping when you want to drop, and you know releasing when you want to release is is is, is kind of better than me. Okay, I know. Right now, you have a new you have a new project you're working on yeah. called Rufus, man. Let's let, let's get into Rufus, and let's also get into weight loss too. But let's start okay. let's start talking about Rufus. Um, what, what's the what was the concept behind the project? Oh man, um, I just wanted to do something uh, uh, serious with my legacy before I before I retire. You know what I'm saying? You think you gonna retire? Um, it's about it's about that time, man. It's never, I don't think I don't feel like it's ever really a time to retire from rap, bro. Like you can get man. up on stage and go do your one two thing at age eighty, most likely. Oh man, no, if you man, want to, I don't think they want to see me at eighty, man. <laughs> You know, <laughs> bizarre, eighty year old man. Yo, if I was saw bizarre eighty years old shirt off with the with the um, shower cap on, I'd wow. pay for that. I'd pay for that right now. Yeah, I'm trying to transition to like more into acting. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I had a couple uh, opportunities when I was younger that I had to pass up on. I had Adam Sandler wanted me to uh, the co-star in the movie, and I was on tour with the group. Another. You know, another brother, brother thing. Like any other, anybody else would have been like Adam Sandler. What yeah. the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But I was like, no, nah, man, I can't. What movie was it? Uh, Longest Yard. Get out of here! Yeah. You supposed to be in Longest Yard? Yeah, I was supposed to be Cheeseburger Eddie. <laughs> One, uh, I think Terry Crews played that part. Yeah. Cheeseburger yeah, Eddie. Yeah, but they ended up getting, still getting us in the movie on a little yeah. small part. But I was supposed to. Be a part part. Yeah. Well, that's what's up, man. So you see, you, you're revisiting that now in, in, yeah. in your life. And then I was, uh, what else did I do? I was the co-host for uh, Jimmy Kimball for like a month. Really? Yeah. Bro, why, why am I just missing it? But I don't watch Jimmy Kimmel. I'm like, damn, did I miss that? Was that one of the episodes where Matt Damon actually came on? Like, <laughs> did I miss that? Man, but it was like uh, the same thing, you know, touring and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, Sacrifice, man. Man, it, it's a big sacrifice. <laughs> but that sacrifice brought us to Rufus and it brought us to the, the, the space you have now. So um, yeah, yeah. with the album, like, how many tracks are on it? Like, who are some of the producers you work with? Uh, it's like 15 tracks on there. It's, 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 it's definitely different from a Bizarre album. Like, uh, you know, it's some, it's some singing on there. A lot of singing. Yeah. 
from that Glee Club days. Some <laughs> Glee Club um, days. I'm trying to picture bizarre <laughs> Glee Club, man. And it's just like telling about my real life, man. You know, telling my story because I don't think nobody ever heard my story. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it is telling my story, the trials and tribulations that I went through growing up with asthma. You know what I'm saying? Growing up uh, from a strict household with parents being Jehovah Witnesses. Um, you know what I'm saying? Just you know, starving and living with my auntie with no heat and water, mm. having to balance out, do you want to rap or do you want to work? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I, I was kind of like in a unique situation where, like, my parents, they they stayed in Dallas and they, they kind of, like, stayed in a nice little neighborhood and they, they kind of offered me, like, a job or, you know, that, uh, some stability. Yeah. But... I wanted to rap, and it was at my auntie's house, but that's where the house where no water and no gas. <laughs> it so, wasn't comfortable. So they were dangling like a carrot, like, yeah. come on, come yeah. back over here. You want water or heat? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Place to stay. Food. You like food? You know what I'm saying? Like, what you want to do? I'm like, no, I want to rap. I, I want to rap. But I, this I'm is like the opposite rap. of Raekwon. Like, if you watching the Wu-Tang <laughs> story now, like, Raekwon comes from a really nice family, and I keep wondering... Yeah. How you left this God-fearing family to camp out in the projects and be shooting at people? Yeah, because like, yeah, he was homeless at one point. Yeah, right? at yeah, one point, yeah. and as he's homeless, I'm like, but you have a whole family. Like, his, your <laughs> mom and dad is sitting on the couch singing gospel songs right in a second, and you are homeless in a project. Like, It's crazy, but man. yeah, he wanted to do that to hustle, and you wanted to do your thing to rap. Yeah, man, the sacrifices we make. <laughs> For real. We make. For real, man. But looking back on it, it was, it was definitely a needed situation. <laughs> So with Rufus, man, what do you feel like this is? Why do you feel like this is a pivotal moment for your career? Oh uh, man, I think you know a lot of the songs I, I freestyled them in oh. a booth. Like I think it was, you know, I think it's just time, man. You know, um, I had made like uh, two songs where I sung on, and uh, I was playing playing them for Mr. Porter in uh, in D12, yeah. and he was like, "Yo, who is this? Who's that singing?" I was like, "That's me, man." You know, he was like, "What?" He was like, man, you need to do a whole album like this, man. So, you know, here I am, man. Do you got any production from Porter on there? Yeah, yeah, okay. yep, yep, yep. I got like two songs from Porter on there. Uh, I got my uh, my main producer, uh, Super. He's from Chicago. Um, I got this uh, white kid from um, Detroit called Foulmouth. Hmm. He he gave you like that old <clears throat> that old Jay Dilla feel. You know what I'm saying? That we 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 know and love. So. <laughs> You know, that's one thing I always wanted. Did, did, did M ever get a chance to get on a Dilla beat? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know he was a big, we always big fans. Yeah, because when I, when I like, think about the scene, yeah. I'm like, yo, it's be crazy if they never cross like, paths. Like, low key, low key, he was the first legend at the hip hop shop. Dilla. Yeah, because yeah. when we was going to the hip hop shop, he was already on. Yeah. So he used to uh, pull up with his like gray Range Rover. And he, used to, and he used to pull up on the sidewalk and uh, like he would play his songs. Like he played us the, the Buster song before it came out. He played us that. Uh, I remember when he played the Stakes Is High. They lost up. You know the Stakes Is High. high. You know what I'm saying? I was like, ooh. We used to, we was just in there going crazy. Like he he was our inspiration, man. He 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 was doing it, man. He was doing it because he he was you know he was originally in Slum Village. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he gave Q-Tip they demo. And Q-Tip was like, I don't like the rappers, but I like I like the beats on here. And 
That's crazy. I like the rappers, man. Yeah, like the rappers. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout, shout out to Slum Village, yeah. man. The rappers can run, man. Especially L's. L's are, L's are giving run right. money, oh, man. Oh, he, man. He's a hip-hop shop alumni. Yeah, right there, yeah, yeah. But this is amazing, man, because I feel like the, the richness that came out of that spot from Dillas to M's to Proofs to yourselves, like, just, it was, it was just, yeah. it's dope to see. It, it, I'm glad they pointed that out in the documentary. It reminded me so much of Lyricist Lounge. You know what I'm saying? And being yeah. able to, like, Know that there was like most deaf, Talib, Gene Gray's, all these people coming off a of stage yeah. in this one little spot in New York, and ain't nobody really peeping this yet. Yeah, that's crazy, man. It's the same thing with us. I mean, yeah. I think Royce said it a, a couple times in his interviews. He's like, man, if you really sit back and think about our era, like, like we all got on, like from the Guilty Simpsons mm, to guilty. Uh, to Slum to Royce to D12 yeah. to Obi Trice, like we all. You know, got on, man. Thank God bless, man. <laughs> How do you feel about new rappers from um, from Detroit? Because when I look at people like, say, even Danny Brown, Danny Brown gives me a lot of bizarre. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, like I yeah. love these acts I'm watching coming out of, even to Sean's, to Bizarre's, to some of the younger cast, even to some of the females I'm hearing. Like, um, but, yeah, I'm just loving some of the, some of the, the vibe from some yeah. people coming from Detroit. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, one, one thing about Detroit is very diverse, man. Like, uh, you know, you can go... Like, you know, we got our gangster scene popping too now. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Never, like with, never stopped. Yeah, <laughs> but like with Bad Gang, T Grizzly. But then you also got, you know, Vibe, you know, like this place called the Lit House where everybody goes. And, and it's like um, Danny Brown, he comes from like this like garage type scene where like, like they was performing in basements. Mm. But it was like shows and shit, like in people's basements. And like it's just like this whole little like rave hip hop. Grunge, that's, it, man. that's how you build a following, though. Too, yeah, man. That's yeah, that's really dope, how you man. Build yeah, and it takes you back to the roots of hip hop. Like you know, we were talking a little while ago. Uh, I read Russell Simmons' first book, okay. and he was talking about how you know early punk rock and hip hop would have to perform side to side because there was no place to do either one. Yeah. So he said, I literally go to a show and it'd be Curtis Blow in the Sex Pistols. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Or Run DMC in the Ramones. Like all this would yeah, be happening because yeah. it had to. But I think that's dope hearing Danny doing that. Like that's an original. Like back to the. The dirt of hip hop yeah, type of shit, like the dirt, the grind. Yeah, yeah, man, that's dope as hell, man. Yeah. But I do love the vibes that's coming out of out of Detroit, and I feel like Danny, you, Danny was doing it when it went cool to like wear the tight jeans. Oh yeah, and, uh, and he, he be, been doing this for a long time and be yeah. super alternative, man. Yeah. But I do feel like a lot of this I am seeing that's coming out of Detroit is spilling out of the, the D12 camp. Like y'all re really gave a, a y'all lit a light and never turned it off when y'all were walking down yeah. that path, man. And you, right. and that was dope. How's it feel to know that your legacy still lives through these musics and through the streets of Detroit? Oh man, it's, it's dope, man. It's dope that, you know, that we could, uh, you know, like still can be noticed and, you know, people respect, you know, our legacy and what we've done, man. It's, it feels great, man. I'm, I'm like, all in Detroit, Detroit versus everybody. Like it's just, you know, what I'm saying, and I'm just waiting for, you know, you know, if I could do anything to help the new generation, man, that's that's what uh, that's what I'm doing, man. I just signed an artist from Detroit. Shout out to Denny Mills, man. But you are, you are help, actually helping out a new generation with the weight loss challenge. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Speak to us about your own your oh, challenge man. and your journey as far as <laughs> losing weight and how you got people involved with you. Oh man. Um, well, it first it started off with my my uh, fiance. She uh, she just all of a sudden out of nowhere just went became vegan. <laughs> Didn't tell you. Know you. Well, she told me at the grocery store. Uh oh, bro! Right. As I'm grabbing these pork chops, <laughs> <laughs> as I'm grabbing these pork chops, I'm almost a baby because we're about to bake. She grabbing kale. Actually, I, I went to the grocery store. I told her I was gonna call her when I got there to see what you know, what I'm saying what she wanted to eat. 
but she was watching What the Health when I when I left. Uh, she already got influenced. Yeah. So the time I got there, I was like, "Yo, so I'm, I'm in the seafood department. What, what you want to eat?" She was like, "Um, straight old meat." I was like, "Damn, that quick!" Like I literally just told them to weigh something up. <laughs> right. Like I was ready. I already knew what I wanted. I was just asking you as a yeah. as a as a as a backup. Right. Right. And then after that, um, I found out that you know. Just by her doing it, you know, she was she was she became like obsessed with it, like you know what I'm saying, like with Dr. Sebi, and you know, she was just always on YouTube and different. I mean, it was something to get delivered to the house every day. That's what's up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Beyonce would head in. Yeah, I mean, just something every day. So basically, you know what I'm saying, dealing with my health problems. You know what I'm saying? I I, I had I found out I had diabetes mm. and high blood pressure, and uh. Man, it was, you know, it, it scared me, man. So, uh, you know, I, I decided, you know, to start the weight loss journey. And uh, one day I was just like, let me let me rap about this, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, I, and I rapped about it and I was just like, damn. Like, <laughs> I don't think I heard a rapper do this before. And, you know, so that was the challenging part to know yeah. that I never heard a rapper ever rap about, about weight that. loss. Yeah. That's what's up, so man. So, so, uh, are you still participating in the weight loss? Yeah, challenge? It's, a, it's, a, it's a thirty day challenge, man. It started like fifteen days ago. I, I lost like about fifteen pounds. So, so are you far. gonna stop after thirty days and just that's no, the, no, no. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make this a lifestyle, man. Okay. But uh, skinny I, bizarre. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. You <laughs> skinny. But bizarre. you know, I think the hard part is gonna be going on the road. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Facts, man. You know, I, I go to Detroit like twice a month, and you know, Detroit is known for the Coney Island. Yeah. I don't know if you know. If but the hot dog. The, yeah, the hot dog. That's on every corner. That's what that's what we eat in Detroit. Because they serve lunch, lunch breakfast, and dinner. It's open 24 hours. See, that's the place I need to be at. Yeah, like that's how it's supposed to be, though. Like, that's how, yeah, like restaurants close and don't make sense. Right. I mean, I feel bad for you because I'm pretty sure you have a family and shit, but I like eating. Yeah, you know yeah, like, yeah. Yep, so that, that'd be the hard part, man. Like I'm, I'm going to New York next week for a promo run, so... This will be my first test of leaving my house. Ooh, pizza dying. and hot dogs, bro. Man, yeah. The minute you, the minute you get to New York, you the first you smell pizza immediately. Yeah. Every bar. See, see, my my problem is I I, I need to make a decision. <laughs> if I if I ain't made a decision, then I'm going I'm going to fuck up. Yeah. I'm just gonna grab whatever, whatever's around. I feel you, man. Well, let's 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 all um, um, send good energy to Bizarre that when he gets oh, to New man, York, please. that he gets a if he gets a pizza, he gets pizza with no cheese, no nothing. It's oh, just flour. Man. He just get flour, man. <laughs> just dough. Oh, hit the halal truck. Man. <laughs> there you go, man. We, there's options for you, brother. There's options for you, man. Oh, you know what? I, I, was, I, had, I did have one last question for you, but before I do that, man, you know the hip hop head in me. I remember you and King Gordy was gonna have a project, man. Like, oh it, man, we, we got a project out, man. Yep, it's called Lars. Yo, you and King Gordy was hilarious. Oh, I, I still man. to this moment because I'm still. Oh man, this was the days when the yo shh, the source was still popping, uh-huh. and I remember opening up the source and seeing these two people. Wait, was, oh, double like, XL, you talking about? Double XL. Oh, yeah. I was like, the hell is this? What is Bazaar doing? <laughs> no, that was crazy because we we uh we we was on a promo tour for our album Last American Rock Stars. And uh, they was doing the, the double XL freshman cover shit, so we had an interview in there. So they was like, "Oh, we was like, is this a double XL uh, banner for the, for the freshman?" They was like, "Yeah." We was like, "Man, fuck that!" So we just took our shirts off, and the whole staff just started. <laughs> they thought it was hilarious. It was man. hilarious. That was a good job. They they was on their job. They was on their job. That was hilarious, oh, man. man. So I'm man. glad to know that you and Gordy still get it in, man. Yeah. 
Thanks, man. That's my boy, man. That's my boy. King Gordy and Bizarre. All right, so when it's all said and done and you do actually decide to retire from rap, apparently uh, we're not going to see 80-year-old Bizarre. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what do you want to be remembered for the most? Oh, uh, man, you know what? Um, that's funny you asked that. Um, I think I had did a quote on the internet the other day, and I was asking people, what's their, like, favorite Bizarre quote? And it was, like, over 2,000 comments. Oof. So I, I think... I'm going to be remembered for my crazy-ass lyrics, <laughs> crazy-ass lines, you know what I'm saying? And But I, I, you know, I'm ready to get into this acting stuff, man. Uh, I'm ready to start my uh, – I'm working on my own marijuana strain. Oh, we always here for that. Uh. We, 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 we so, so I guess that wasn't my last question. <laughs> we always here for that. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to mix uh, – uh, it's called Bizarro G. I'm trying to mix uh, Headband with King Louie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see how we all we all, all <laughs> automatically piped up a little bit more. You know, and I'm shocked. You know, I'm shocked. Nobody reminded me that I didn't ask you about your life in cannabis. Like, when did, when did you first try weed? Oh man. Yeah, oh, right. Man. Like, I, I'm sorry. I disappointed y'all. So I'm busy worrying about allergies. My fault. Oh man, I I've been, been smoking since I was like 16. Hmm. Yeah, I was I was smoking since like a 16. You know, Detroit is uh, Michigan is legal. Yes, we do know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to my homies at the yeah. Weed Bar. Weed Bar came through yeah. here and rocked out with us. Common Jay Will oh, yeah, and Jack Five. Them the homies. Yeah, them the, the, the homies. Yeah. yeah, it's the weed is uh, legal in Michigan, and um, which is a, a great thing, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, I've been, I've been smoking weed for a long time, man. Uh, I remember what, like like ten years ago, we used to fly private with with Marshall. I used to like I was like the first dude bringing back Kush to the <laughs> to um to Detroit. Just a smoke, just trapping, yeah. early trapping. And one time, I, one time I had got scared because uh, it was the the police was like they was raiding tour buses heavy and shit. So uh, I had brought like. I like damn near half a pound back, and I, I put a whole bunch of dryer sheets in my bag. Man, we were smoking dryer sheets for like two Ooh. months. Man, the taste. Yeah, I'm about. Yeah, the taste, the chemical reactions. We're right. not dead, though. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody dead, though. It's one I'm of the moments. I'm still here, man. I'm yeah, here. smoking dryer sheets but, and uh, shit. Yeah, but, man, I, I try to calm down, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure you uh, – I heard Wiz Khalifa talk about – him uh, giving me a dab, like if you do, like, like he gave me a dab and I like damn near passed out. I can't do dabs and, and edibles. Oh, that happened. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dabs and edibles, like a uh, edibles, like I didn't cancel a couple shows because of edibles. Yeah, like Jesus. literally the promoters like there. I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't perform, bro. <laughs> He's like, huh? Man, it's, it's it, it gives me like a like a mushroom reaction for some reason, and like. Like, you know, some people, it's just like a body high, but yeah. for, for me, it's more like a, a in and out. You be tripping out. Yeah, I be really tripping. That's man. crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> so, so FYI, if y'all, if y'all booking um, um, Bizarre for a show, no edibles on deck. Yeah, uh, no edibles. After if you want show. a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want a show. I, I, after the show, man. That's after crazy. Show. And so, dabs, too. So what's your favorite strain? Headband. 
mm, that's why you're trying to mix it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. It's a it's an old strain. Yeah. But but man, that's that's like I, I fell in love with that, man. Headband was one of the first strains I would hear, I guess, even back in the day. Like like you know what I mean? Like yeah. before when I just thought weed was weed, you know what I'm saying? Before yeah. you know somebody would slide in. Hey, we got this headband. We right. got this other. You know what I'm saying? Like, I shoot. I remember when somebody slid me and said, "Hey, we got this Arizona." You would have, I would have thought Arizona was the best weed ever, dog. Like Ooh. that Arizona Ooh. popcorn mid, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Popcorn what, mid. What's your buddy? favorite strain? My favorite strain. I'm a, I'm a sour OG dude. Ooh, sour OG. I'm really starting to really like. Um, you know, I got a strain last week called Blue Moon, which is um, 60% indica, 40% Ooh. sativa. Right. And that's a smooth, smooth smoke. But I'm a, I am I love sour OG, like, all times, man. Like, that's my strain go-to forever. Okay. You ever had beef and broccoli? No. No. That's sour OG mixed with... Uh, Chocolate tie. Why? Why? I was about to say that's only some New York shit. <laughs> yeah, for real. New York shit. Yeah, like like the Bronx, the Brooklyn met the Bronx had a scrap in, in Rikers Island, and this was the result: <laughs> beef and broccoli. Right. OG. That's where I smoked it at the first time. <laughs> okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Somebody walked up and somebody walked up to each other and said, "What up, B? Dead ass son. Dead ass you too, B." Oh, Next thing man. you know, beef and broccoli exists. Man. I like what y'all got going on here, man. I, f- I can't believe I feel like I was in California. Man. Oh, you, okay. Well, yeah, we do here. Everybody right. else, don't come in. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, 9 p.m. every Tuesday, oh, it kind of feels like California and Atlanta. That's why we call it Atlanta, bitch. Right. Bro, I appreciate you coming. Oh, he's from okay. Detroit. What up, Phil? Okay, that's what's up, bro. All right. I had put on the podcast thing. I was about to say it, too. Okay. How you feel about Lady Ice Oh, man. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, he, 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 he a legend, man. He, he, he. He's a legend, you know. Blade Icewood is, uh, I mean, you know, that's he's he'll be ever for synced in uh, Detroit history. If, uh, for those who know, it's, it's a dance called the Blade Icewood. Okay, I was like, is this a rapper? Because I'm it's, thinking it's a so- rapper. It's a rapper, really? but he got a dance that if you go to Detroit, you're gonna see it in every. Every, every club, every club. The Blade it's called the Blade Icewood. Did you ever see? I'm you know, looking at it happen. I think. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't uh, know I had so many yeah, Detroit yeah, people yeah, in here. Yeah, yeah. The Blade yeah, Icewood. Okay, yeah, hit that yeah, hole. Yeah. Look like something yeah. the Cappers do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they should have a cane with it when yeah, they do it. Like yeah, ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that yeah. One. And look out for his son too. His son just little Blade just came out with a with a record. That's yeah. crazy. But well, yeah. shout out, man. Look, shout out to. Oh, Sarah's here. My bad. I'm looking at my text message. Sarah, Sarah. Yeah, shout out. What up? Shout out to Detroit. Four two dub. Oh yeah, that's the home. Yeah, that's yeah, the home. Yeah. I like. I, I like him. I like, yeah, I like yeah, him. We yeah. really having Detroit talk right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shout out to all all the Detroit rappers that's coming up, man. That's uh, you know what's out right now. Four uh, two Doug, uh, Peasy. Uh, he locked up right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, Band gang. Um, all, all of them, man. There's so many of them, man. But I'm, I'm just glad they all respect me, man. Respect for what, I, what I'm doing, man. Solid, my boy. I appreciate you coming through tonight. Man, I respect you having me, man. Good. What, what, what you smoking? Backwoods? Was that a backwoods? That is a backwoods. Yeah. Is this a backwoods or a yeah. farto? Backwoods. Yeah. For the record, man, I, I, I don't I don't smoke blunts. I smoke them when they pass to me, but yeah. at home I'm rolling raw papers. Calm. Oh, he's a paper guy. Because I'm going to tell yes, you sir. one thing on some real shit. I'll be honest with you. I never rolled a blunt before. In my life. Ever? Uh-uh. Huh. Coming from Detroit, I never had to. Yo, can somebody teach uh, Can somebody teach Bizarre how to roll a blunt today just so we can film this? Can somebody do that so we can film this happening? Kids, we're doing this. We're doing this. We, we got plenty of practice weed in this building. Nah, we got to see this man roll a blunt. Right. Some, somebody's always, you know, 
around me is always a, a, the best blunt roller. Something's already you know happening. Yeah. Something already happened. So I never had to learn how to roll. Do you know how many people had never learned how to read because of that same reason? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's always somebody reading around me, or you know what I mean? I don't got to, so I just never learned how to read. So I'm glad you learned how to read, but we're gonna teach you how to blunt. We're gonna teach you how to roll a blunt while we down here, man. Oh man, it, it look complicated, man. <laughs> it's like complicated. It look complicated, especially those backwoods. We man. got you, we got you, man. But Bazaar, I do appreciate you coming through tonight, oh, man. man. Thanks for Please you, kick man. it with us down here in Atlanta, Vista, and All you right. know, enjoy the atmosphere and the air and everything. Okay, man, man, I'm gonna go smoke something. Man. That's what's up, and that's Cash Color Kid. It's a high level of conversation. We out. All right, cool. All right, so we gonna take.